Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. A four part documentary about Robbie Williams hit Netflix yesterday. If you watched it and had no regrets, or maybe you let him entertain you, what did you think of it? Are you a fan? Have you ever met Robbie? Be an angel. And give me a shout. I'm sorry, I'm going to get my coat after that. Um, Sheena McGinley, TV streaming columnist for the Irish Independent, is on the line. Uh, Sheena, you've watched it. What did you make of it? Um, I found it enjoyable, but I uh, am admittedly a bit of a Robbie Williams, inadvertent Robbie Williams fan. Um, I, I wasn't a massive fan of Take That, um, but I managed to see Robbie wa- uh, live twice by accident. I know it was it was completely inadvertent. It was when he supported the verb back in uh, in Slane back <sighs> in nineteen ninety eight, kind of showing my age. But like he blew the verb. I, I, I felt very sorry for them having to come on stage after him because just his ability to own the stage was unreal. And then the the same in Lansdowne Road in two thousand and one. So I kind of had a, like a, a secret vested interest in watching this, but I'm not sure anybody who isn't a huge Robbie Williams fans would have any want or need to, to watch, watch it. Never, I, mind, never mind like a feature length bit, but like four episodes is, is overkill in my view. Now, I, I, Sheena, I was a huge, I still am, yeah. huge Take well, That yeah. fan. I loved yeah. Robbie and Mark. They were my favourite. I was devastated yeah. when Robbie left, but I kind of find out that he was asked to leave, really, having watched the first episode last night. Um, I, but you, you've hit the nail on the head there. I think if you're not a fan... Unlike, say, the Beckham uh, series that has just been on, if, even if you weren't a football fan, I think you would have really enjoyed the Beckham one. But this one, I think you need to be a big fan to really enjoy this one. Yeah, well, because at least with the David Beckham documentary, you want to hear what Roy Keane might say. I mean, Sir Alex Ferguson is there pr- providing counterpoints to what David Beckham is saying. It's, it, it's a well-rounded offering. Yeah. Whereas this, you know, I, I my, the, the first thought that struck me was that it's essentially celebrity goggle box. It is. But just that's with exactly. like one, one celebrity watching, watching the telly. You're watching themselves. He just happens to be in his he just happens to be in his pants in his bed on his laptop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did I did kind of feel sad watching parts of it though, because you see maybe yeah. he wasn't really taken care of while he was very, very yeah. young and reaching this, you know, massive heights of fame. Uh he was only sixteen when he started off and take mm. that. Very, very young. I know. Could you imagine anybody age 16 nowadays being forced to like appear in that do what you like video? Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you've never seen the do what you like video, maybe don't Google yeah. it if you're at work. Um, yeah. No, very, no. very strange video. Uh, hang on there, Sheena. Uh, Ray Dolan is on the line. Good afternoon, Ray. Good afternoon, Mairead. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. You're listening. Like I've just said there to Sheena, I'm a huge Robbie Williams and Take That fan. Um, so, I, you know, I really enjoyed the episode I watched last night. Now, you're, you, are, you are Joe Dolan's nephew. Correct and right, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, my name is Ray Dolan from Mullingar in Mullingar, yeah. Right. Definitely. So what's your connection, uh, what's your connection with uh, Robbie Williams then? connection with Robert Williams is that I would be a huge fan uh, not of Take That but when he left Take That I just became a huge fan of uh, the way he is the way he uh, represents himself and how mad he is and how he just got he got through the whole thing and he's looking back after 25 years of himself which is sort of unreal I didn't see it yet I just seen some of the clips coming up to it 
Mm. But yeah, um, Robbie uh, and Uncle Joe uh, would have, Robbie's father and Uncle Joe would have known each other in the late 70s. And uh, the story goes that uh, Robbie was put out of his bed so Joe could go to bed <laughs> in in Williams's house, and uh, which is a mad story because Robbie was probably only three or four years of age at the time, or oh. even younger. Oh but uh, uh, we have actually uh, invited Robbie uh, to Mullingar a few times, and uh, in a way, we're sort of very connected to him. We sort of understand him in a way more than anything else. But yeah, we've invited him to uh, Mullingar to view the statue or come to St. Patrick's Day or maybe he could be our marshal or you never know, he might come to see our show. That's the Joe Dolan show, Remembering Joe, the Dolan family in Vicar Street uh, in April. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we've been in connection with his management for a good while now. So hopefully we're, we're going to connect up with him. Well, he Actually, seems to Joe be in a very to... good place now. I think it, it, if, if it was ever going to happen now is, is a good time for it to happen. Absolutely. Well, actually, Joe seen him live in um, in Lansdowne Road when it was called at that time um, at the show. I was with him there that night, but he never, we didn't get in to chat to him, whatever way it worked out. But hopefully, just hopefully um, we get to meet him again. And then he came back and he sang Good Looking Woman on the Aviva stage, sort of as a as a, a tribute to Joe, I'd say. But uh, there he was singing uh, Good Looking Woman in a kilt. Yeah. And he killed, wow, uh, a great showman song sung by another great uh, showman. That's fantastic. Uh, ha- ha- hang on there, Glenda Gilson is on the line. Good afternoon, Glenda. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. Now, you've met Robbie Williams uh, more than once. I have indeed. I've met, uh, yes, I have indeed. All after the Take That Time. All after Take That Time. So his kind of is, is wilder times. Uh, yeah, you would say that. And actually, it brought back a lot of memories last night Was it when I was watching it. Um, yeah, I met him just as he, he decided to come back. And I remember flying over to London to meet him. Um, I met him in the Soho Hotel. He answered the, the hotel room door, which is, you know what I'm talking about when you go over to do these movie junkets. You can, <laughs> they do them in hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. But the hotel room is totally stripped out. Like, there's no beds. There's no... Uh, dressing table anything in there it's all set up to for for an interview i knocked on the door and robbie opened the door with a white vest on and a cigarette behind his ear and uh did he have anything on his bottom half glenda okay just wanted to clear that up yeah but he um he led me into the room and it kind of had this little corridor and i remember for a second kind of going what this is weird. like i've never usually you meet the pr person or the movie person before and they bring you in Anyway, when we got into the into the room, there was all the camera crew was set up there. We were ready to go. It was a two camera job, and I sat down, asked about four or five questions, and my cameraman said, "Excuse me, excuse me," in the middle of it, and he said, "I'm really sorry, I forgot to press record." Oh no! Oh no! So I said, "Sorry," you know, and I, this is like I and the PR girl behind said, "Sorry, we just had to move on." And Robbie stopped everything, and he said, "No, no, we don't. This is not this girl's fault. She she flew over." all the way over here for this interview. No, we'll start again. And he looked at me and he said, listen, we'll just go again. We'll act it out. And he did. I had to say, hi, Robbie. Good to see you. And he was like, hi, how are you? And we did the exact, like, it was like uh, another scene, another take in a movie. Wow. We, we went again and he gave me that time. I'm a huge fan of his. I always loved meeting him. He always had a great Dublin story to tell. When I'd meet him, he never remembered my name, but he always used to say, oh, the Dublin one, she's here. Um, he'd always refer to the flight I just got off if I had been in London. He was like, oh, I remember doing those 
those flights years ago and he said, I just come out of the pod and I go straight to the airport. And he said that he was in an awful state. And then he came over to announce that he was, um, he was playing at Crow Park and, uh, I had to go to a press conference and I said, you know, he he said something about it, it'll be very different this time around being in Dublin because, you know, he's totally sober and mm. he's off everything. And, and I, and I said, um, yeah. And how will that be? I said, looking back on all the parties that you had in Dublin over the years. And he said, well, I'll tell you one, one story. He said, I was in Bono's house. He said, he was invited there and he said he had been taking psychedelic, um, items let's just say and he was feeling a bit worse for wear and he was he he called Bono over and said Bono this is some painting and Bono came over and leaned on his shoulder and said Robbie you're looking out the window oh (laughs) There you go. That is brilliant. The beauty of talking. I was going to say, it's probably prettier than any painting. You're right. Uh, Thanks for that, Glenda. Uh, Audrey is on the line now. Audrey, you're a big big Robbie fan. Oh, God, yes. My heart is racing there hearing about the white vest. Have you you watched (laughs) any of this Netflix series? No, not yet. Um, I I have a bit of a sob story for that. My son dropped my television. Hmm? Uh, Yeah. So I have no TV to watch the um, Netflix uh, documentary, so I'm going to watch it on my phone tonight. Oh, very good. Well, it, it looked just <laughs> as dedication. good. And you can take it with you no matter where you go, whether that's exactly. the loo or the bed. <laughs> exactly. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. No, I, I'm just crazy about him. What is uh, it that you've loved about Robbie? Everything. Everything. His looks, his, his attitude, be it good or bad. Um, yeah, just, he was him. He he's just there is no other man like him, is there? Let's he be he is he is very very unique, and he I he is a born entertainer. I mean, watching yeah. overall the old footage, and and I, I last night as people have already described, you're watching Robbie watching himself watching, yeah. on lots of footage he has never ever seen. And yeah. you you realise that that young cheeky chap was naturally gifted, naturally very, oh, very funny. The most entertaining guy intake that for radio yeah. interviews, TV interviews. Yep. He he was just gifted. And I think a lot of the, at that time, he wasn't sure what his gift was, though. I, yeah, he, he probably hadn't got a clue being so young, like how much people were invested in him, how much, you know, mm. he just won everybody over. I mean... I met him when I was very young. It wasn't a very pleasant meeting. Um, <laughs> he basically told me what to go and do it myself. Oh, um, yeah, the opposite Glenda is okay. In a very, very bad place, I think at the time he mm. just left. Take that. So we could um, probably forgive him. We could forgive him yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah we could oh, forgive him for that one. Well, I'd be interested to hear now. You might email us uh, lunchtime live at newstalk.com and let us know when you do watch it on your phone, Audrey. Uh, lo- lovely to talk to you. And I'll say thanks to Glenda and thanks to Ray Dolan and Sheena McGillie. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.